Hey guys, it's Ethan Jenkins, and this is the Age Gap Diaries. And my name's Ethan Jenkins, your host. And today, I wanted to introduce myself. My name's Ethan Jenkins, as you already know. Grew up in New Hampshire, living in Los Angeles now. And I'm a 90s kid. And uh, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that. Things I remember when I was a kid that you just don't see anymore. You know, for instance, when I was a kid, I can remember vividly as a teenager buying concert tickets and actually getting the hard ticket. And today, kids, what do they do? They have everything's electronic. So they have an electronic ticket. There's no need for it. Blockbuster, who remembers Blockbuster? Who remembers the age-old process of, of be kind, please rewind? God damn, I remember that. I can remember that so well. I remember you almost needed a credit check to get a Blockbuster card back in the day. And then you had to wait in the new releases and see what was out and if it wasn't good. All these things that we that our kids will never know. I mean, I have a two-year-old. We're living in L.A., obviously, and I've said that before. But, I mean, he's never going to have to know the struggles. And it's not the struggles that we grew up with, but just the struggles in general, right? Um, I mean, how many of you out there that are in my age bracket, I'm almost 40, didn't grow up with the internet. I didn't have the internet until in my house when we were growing up till I was like in high school. And I don't remember getting broadband fast internet until years later. And now I look back and think, how could we have lived without it? You know, do you remember downloading a, a song on Napster back in the day when right out on the cusp was on the cusp and everybody was trying to get free music but nobody really knew how so we were we were going to Napster online and it took like two hours and if somebody picked up the phone then it ruined your whole download remember an album an album might have taken like two days but if you had the fast internet it would take uh, it, it, would, it would be so much shorter and then people started downloading the songs onto CD so they had still the physical copy of the CD And then iPods came around, and then you could store all your music on that iPod. And then you could almost feel like that wave coming, where it was almost there, in a sense, that you didn't have to wait anymore for things to be free. You'd only have to watch an advertisement, a car commercial. And that's almost essentially what YouTube is, right? I mean, YouTube has taken place of MTV. MTV, when I was a kid growing up, MTV was the only place where... You, aside from the radio and maybe some magazines, but MTV really was the place that told you, okay, this is uh, this is the new band. This is how hot they're going to be. And the rotation. And, I mean, it's just MTV was everything back then for music. And now MTV is just a cesspool of reality TV. It's just fun. I mean... To me, and, and maybe other people see it differently, but to me, that's what YouTube is now. YouTube is basically MTV. Any new mid video, any new band, anything, it's it's usually on, on YouTube. To be an artist, to be a musician now, I think must be so impossible. I mean, back in the day, yeah, you might have gotten screwed out of a record contract. But now, it's like, with the streaming services, you're getting... 
basically 0, 0.00 on every cent, uh, a cent on every stream. If you have, I, I, that just seems, I remember hearing that on the Joe Rogan podcast, but talking, who was it? It was, uh, oh, I can't remember. A couple artists talked about how little they make actually for the music and they're making up for it on the ticket sales and the merchandise. Think about that. Their art, they're basically giving away. Right? And they're basically promoting it, and that's how they're making their money. It's so weird. I never thought that would happen. Of course, I remember getting an actual physical CD. But that, you know, back 96, that's back when people would wait in line, go to a record store. I don't think there's any there. Any, I mean, yeah, there's vinyl stores, but I don't think there's really... I mean, remember Strawberries? That used to be a big music store back in the day. People used to go to Strawberries and, and look at the CDs, and there was, like, the listening section where you could listen to the new CDs. That's just gone. You know, radio. Do you remember radio back in the day? How radio used to be so cool back in the day. And, and, and look, this might be cheesy to some people, but... I remember when radio had radio wars. And, uh, you know, being from New Hampshire, we used to get the frequency from Boston. So it would be WBCN, uh, 1041, and WAAF. And I forgot the station at 107.3, which I heard now is a Christian rock station. So good luck. But And they used to go back and forth at each other. It was it was entertaining. It was fun. It was, I want to listen to see who what radio... Uh, 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 who's going to bash who and how they're going to come back from that. And it was just awesome. And now, if you listen to radio now, it's so formulated. No, I'm not saying it, was, it wasn't back then, but it just felt a lot freer. You could say whatever you wanted, pretty much. In fact, you got fired up. If you messed up, you pretty much got hired to the next level if you had a big enough audience. Now, the formula is always, and, and not always, but it seems to me it's always two or three guys and one girl. Most stations, they're going to replay the same hacky bits over and over and over again. In fact, Opie and Anthony, one of my, when they were together, they were my favorite radio station uh, before the, uh, they kind of collapsed. But they used to do this thing called Jocktober every October where they would just trash these hacky radio shows. And they went to Boston and they just annihilated. Like they'd have their fans call in. and But that's... I mean, they don't, there's nothing like that anymore. You know, Howard's not what Howard used to be. Howard Stern used to be very provocative and and very, like, just, I remember watching the old shows on E. Because he used to have a TV show on E! Entertainment television. And they were really raunchy and crass and crude. And that couldn't play today. There's no way that would be able to be on the airwaves today. But it was so acceptable back then. Do you know what I mean? It was just a different world. You know, thinking about that, I got my high school reunion coming up. It was supposed to be this year, 20 years. And now with COVID, God knows I'm probably, you know, they're they're probably going to do some sort of a Zoom reunion. I I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. Or just maybe they'll just say, well, screw it and we'll do it next year. And maybe we'll just... You know, latch on to the class of 2001 with the class of 2000. I don't know. 
And one thing, I, I, I'll tell you something else. I don't want this show to be political. I'm goddamn, I'm so goddamn tired of politics. I'm so tired of it. You know, I, everywhere you turn, you can't get away from politics. And especially now because it's an upcoming election. But, I, you know, I just, I want the show to be about people who come on and talk about what it was like and compare it to, I mean, what I remember and how it is today. To me, that's fun. You know, talking about politics sucks. Unless, I will make an exception, unless you talk about a time and period in history that happens to be political. Kennedy, the Kennedy assassination. I get it. I get it. That's not political. It's a time. Other than that, I just want to have fun, man. I just want to talk, have fun. You know, talk to my viewers out there who's probably just my mom and maybe my sister. (laughs) who knows do you remember this and again this is for some of my listeners in my age bracket but I remember vividly when the OJ Simpson trial was going on and that and I mean again I don't think they would ever do that today where they would video allow it to be on TV I mean that was on TV can you imagine like the, the biggest profile case on TV it's it's absurd. I mean, it, it was a circus show. And then I remember clear as day, we got brought into, I think it was like the shop room or something, one of the shop classes in junior high, and they read the verdict. And, and it was just bizarre. The whole, I mean, the whole case. But that was part of it, right? That's what we grew up on. Back then, you had to go to a store, an actual brick-and-mortar type store, buy things, right? Today, what do kids do? They just go online. And I'm not saying, I'm. Not, hey, I'm guilty of it, too. I go, We go on Amazon, too. But it's just back in the day, it was so different. You had to go to a store, drive there, try stuff on. I, I, I just, it's just such a different day. And the diversity. I, listen, this is how, this is how, like people, when I tell like people from LA this, they think I'm making it up. But I, I swear to you, in my elementary school pictures, if you go through them, it's all white kids and maybe one Asian and one African American, if that. And when you get to my high school, it's even fewer, right? It's, it's basically Wonder Bread Town. And when I tell that to people here, they just think it's absurd because it's so diverse here. There's so many different cultures and ethnicities. Now, if I went back to New Hampshire now and went to, say, uh, my old high school or my old elementary school, I guarantee it's different. But when I was coming up, that's how it was. And the drugs, man... The drugs and that have hit New Hampshire, the opioid crisis, man, that hit hard. I, I you know, I'm 10 years sober, February 1st. So I'll be 10 years sober from alcohol. Um, and when I, this is how crazy, this is how out of touch I, I am with drugs. I never really did drugs, but this is how out of touch I am. I can remember going to rehab. It was 10 years ago. And hearing people talk about shooting up, like, opioids. 
and, and I remember thinking, oh, maybe this is just like a phase or maybe this is just them. I, I thought that was kind of crazy. And they were doing opioids and I thought it was, I, I, I don't know, I just, it wasn't my world. So I had no comprehension, no, I, I didn't eat, I couldn't even comprehend it. And then a month, two, three months later, you had a rehab. It's just, it feels like it just exploded. It's like people aren't even doing heroin anymore. They're doing fentanyl, which is like 50 times stronger. So sad. Yeah, so I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I live in LA. Pot's legal. I don't care. Do what you want. I've been with the same girl now for about six years. And we have almost a two-year-old together. And he's amazing. And we love him. But I tell you, anybody who ha- who's had kids before, I guarantee they all have that one day where they're like, you know, I don't think it would be so bad to just sell them for the day. I love my kid, but I'll tell you, it's just very difficult. Of course, anybody listening to this, I'm preaching to the choir, so. But getting back to the radio... Radio sucks so bad now. Regular radio on TV. I think that's why the podcast movement has exploded. Because radio just sucks. I hate it. I, and I don't know any artists today. Like, I, I shouldn't say that. I know artists, if I hear a song and somebody says, oh, that's Taylor Swift or that's this person. I go, okay. But I really, everybody sounds the exact same to me. Everybody, as far as pop goes. Um... Maybe you guys are different. Maybe maybe I'm just out of touch. They say you stop listening to new music when you turn 30, unless you're in that world, right? And I'm so far removed from it that I only listen to music from my high school days. Really, that's all I do. I don't listen to really... I don't really listen to too much... Uh, any new music, really, unless it's playing somewhere. It's crazy. Now I'm thinking about getting vinyl, because vinyl just, you know... I've heard it the other day. It just sounds so much better, right? Maybe somebody can tell me about it. People who have vinyl. I want to go back to the old days. I mean, this is cool and everything, doing this podcast. But there's something really cool still about having a flip phone, right? How about not even having a cell phone? I mean... I'll tell you right now, it's so weird to me that... My generation, for the most part... And my mom's generation, for the most part, didn't know hunger growing up, right? But my grandparents did, right? They came from the Great Depression. But for all of us, like, think about that. That's just like, it's almost like a fairy tale now. What do you mean you didn't have food? What do you mean you had to grow your own vegetables? What do you mean work was scarce? If I, if back in the day someone would have told me you can make, you can become a celebrity without being on TV or in the movies just by being on the internet, I would have thought they were crazy. And yet that's what we have now, right? We have all these kids on YouTube and all these apps are coming up left and right. Do you think, because I think these apps are coming out almost at the speed of thought. Especially like social media apps, like Facebook. I'm, I'm really tired of, the only reason I'm on Facebook is to send pictures to family and friends, but like Instagram and Snapchat, everything, it just, 
TikTok, I don't even, even know how to work it, but I mean, they're just coming up at the speed of thought. Like, there's gotta be something really unhealthy about that on a kid's psyche. And I'm no psychologist, but there's gotta be something about that. Do you remember what you wore when you were in high school? I remember wearing jeans all the time. Chucks, old Chuck Taylors, Converse, black, a t-shirt and a flannel. And that was me looking good. And you know, I will admit my style hasn't really changed that much. Very basic style. But, but that 90s kind of grunge era style where the greasier your hair was, the better. How bizarre. I remember, like, think about it today. Back in the day, okay, back in the day, in order to know if a movie was good, there was really one place to go. It was Siskel and Ebert at the movies. And they used to be the place, they were the guys about movies. And if they gave it a thumbs up, two thumbs up, you went to go see it. It was good. Two thumbs down, you avoided it like the plague. Now, it's just like Rotten Tomatoes, YouTube, listen to reviews. I mean, there's so it's 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 there's so many different avenues. Everybody has an opinion now. It's so it's such a different world, man. Sometimes I miss that uh, that almost innocence. You know, I'm telling you, if I could go back in a time machine and talk to myself in high school, first of all, I'd say appreciate your hair because it's going, son. And second, I'd say, enjoy life because it's going to get really fast, really quick. And it does. You blink your eyes, man, in 20 years. Where did that go? Where did 20 years go? Really? I mean, God, I, 20 years. And I'm a parent. That's so hard to believe. But it's true. 20 years just goes by like the blink of an eye. So anyway, guys, this is the first... It's a, it's a short podcast. I just wanted to kind of talk to you what I'm about, what the show's kind of going to be about. Going back in history, talking to people, younger people, older people, people my own age, reference things. And each show I want to have a kind of a topic we're going to go on, whether it's movies, books, um, fashion, whatever. I, I, we'll probably have a topic we're going to go on on each one. But today I just kind of wanted to to just uh, get out there, talk to you guys about the podcast, talk to you a little bit about me, a little bit about things I remember from my past that are just, they seem obsolete now, but, and hopefully we can grow a relationship and we can have a good time. And by the way, I'm pleading with any celebrity who's like a D-lister or an F-lister, I'll take you on the podcast. We'll have a fun time. We can talk. So anyway, spread the word, guys. It's the Age Gap Diaries. And uh, if you want to check me out, go on. uh, I'm pretty much anywhere there's going to be an anchor, but I'm pretty much going to be streamed everywhere. And uh, my website is ethanjenkins545 at gmail.com. If you have any ideas for shows, let me know. And until then, guys, please take care and be well. This is Ethan Jenkins, the Age Gap Diaries. Peace.